Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Often with podcasting comes an assumed expectation of success. But for many, podcasting is a purely creative expression, one worthy of being better at, but for reasons other than commercial success. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Us working podcasters are sometimes a bit of a buzzkill. <laughs> sometimes I think that the podcasting industry has sucked all the fun out of podcasting sometimes. Now, I fully recognize my own complicitness in these acts, but, you know, it seems that every every book which I've written, every course, every workshop, they're all about creating a successful podcast, which is great. We need successful podcasts. You know, but making a successful podcast is great because we want, you know, not just hundreds of people listening to this, but thousands or maybe millions of people that want to listen to our successful podcast. But but should we be doing that? I'm thinking back to creative writing classes that I may or may not have taken in high school or college. I can barely remember. Or the writing groups that many of my author friends are a part of. Lots of people take these classes, but they wind up taking these classes so they can get better at the craft of writing so that when they send out that funny essay to the, their family at the end of the year, that they're better. Or maybe they just write their poems down or their prose down in, in a notebook, but they go to these classes to get better. Think about the painters that you either know or you've seen on television that are happily out there capturing the sunset once or twice a week, they're also taking classes. They're spending time in the art supply store, spending lots of money just so they can become a better painter. I know photographers, I know people who travel the world who consider themselves photographers who have crazy amounts of gear, capture beautiful pictures all the way that as, as they're traveling around that they're just, you know, because they love it. Singer-songwriters uh, at open mic nights who take lessons so that they can become better, they, their voice can be better, their, their, their guitar chops can be better, just so they can be better at open mic night. Comedians at a local comedy club might take classes from other comedians to get, to get better. Heck, even Toastmasters, an organization which, however you feel about it, is designed to make you a better public speaker, not necessarily a keynote speaker. I mean, for all of these creative endeavors I just mentioned, commercial is an optional path that a few will succeed at. But with all of these endeavors and all of the places they go spend their hard-earned money and their well-earned time, 
Success isn't the starting point. That's not why they're doing it. They're not taking the class or spending the money so they could become successful, commercially successful at that creative expression. You know, creative podcasting exists for the sake of being creative, not successful, right? But they are trying to be successfully creative. I think that's the goal they're trying to get to. But where is the support group for for that, right? Where is the creative support team in podcasting that doesn't care one iota about commercial success? It's, it's really, really hard to find, right? I guess you could ask the question as many will, is it a podcast if no one's actually listening to it? Well, well, sure it is. You know, but just like that painter, the only people who see that painter are the ones who wind up in their home, in the painter's home, seeing things on the wall or maybe in the workshop, if in fact they're invited to be there. What are the metrics for success? Did the art supply store push on that painter? None. None. How many, how many grandfathers try to measure the happiness or the mirth of their family when they read that yearly letter? None. We're not looking to measure mirth. You know, but podcasting forces measurement. Granted, I don't think it's that much different than other digital channels. I think in digital, because we can measure things, we therefore must measure things, and we certainly will present those measurements to people. But we get awfully caught up in that measurement of success sometimes in podcasting. And we forget that most podcasters just want to be successfully creative. I think that we working podcasters who have found at least some measurement of success, some level of success in our whatever we do in the podcasting world, I still think we have things of value to share with the purely creative podcasters who make up the vast majority of podcasting. And I think we can share things with them beyond how to make the jump from hobbyist to pro. Because look, we're creative podcasters too. Let's not forget that. And let's make sure that we're not trying to make everybody at their commercial success because it's sometimes not about being successful. Sometimes it's about being successful in your ability to be creative. And I think that's an important thing we should not ever forget. Two things before I go. Buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra exists for you to show your support to me. And also some social audio perks, some new social audio platforms are coming up. And people who are members at buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra have some special access so if you would like to get in on that action, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and sign up for a membership, and I'll give you all the details about what that means. Finally, tell a friend about podcast pontifications if you like, and, and also tell a friend that you know who's a podcaster that it's okay to just be creative, and it's okay that other people in podcasting are just creative. Do that for me. Thanks. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, 
that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.